Welcome to Planner Talk Podcast. I am your host, Vienna Ortiz, and this podcast is going to bring you all the planner chat, all the planner community chat, productivity chat, time management, talk with other business owners and community members, as well as mental health, and just anything hot topics or hot takes or controversial takes, all of the above. And so without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to the discussion panel. This will be discussion panel two. I want you guys to um, introduce yourself kind of one by one, like, you know, your name and a little bit about you, if you want, whoever wants to start first. (laughs) I'll go. (laughs) I'm Leslie. Um, I'm at Team Filofax on Instagram, and I've been with the planner community for, I don't know, maybe like since 2013. So I've been around a while and I've seen every fad with the planners you could possibly ever think of. I've been around, been there, done that. Um, I started the account and that's where the name Team Filofax comes from with my daughter, who's now 20 and wants no part of it. Oh, so, <laughs> so it's like half a Team Filofax now. So, but it's all good. I love it. That's really interesting. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> well, whoever wants to jump in. <laughs> um, I'll go. I know, I'm sorry. I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> um, so, Ronnie, um, I have a planner shop called Vividly Ronnie. I Same as my Instagram. Um, I actually work full time in content marketing for a local company in my area in Ohio. So I do things like blogs and podcasts and websites and all that product stuff for marketing. Um, planner community wise, I've always used a planner through college, high school, all that, but I didn't know it was a community until um, I started my business. So 2018, around that time, um, kind of found you guys and I've been apart since, I guess. So <laughs> nothing too exciting, you know, it's just. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, very cool. Um, so my name is Nellie Kikadi, and I come to this like from a slightly different perspective. So I'm uh, in education. I'm an educational psychologist and I help um, really a focus on like middle school and up um, with executive functioning, which is just like planning, organization and time management. So I've always been very planner obsessed, um, like since I would say about middle school. So, um, and then as I got older, I realized that not everyone had that interest. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, definitely not as a middle school kid. Um, and so now I, I help other people get organized and things like that. Um, and when you talk about like having seen so many fads come and go, I have two and so many of them work for people and so many do not. And so um, I've always been really interested in that. Like, what is the science behind what works for some people and works and doesn't work for others? Oh, I love that. We're going to have to jump into some executive dysfunction stuff because I feel like everyone deals with that in one way or another, you know? Uh-huh. So, um, well, thank you guys so much for introducing yourselves. Um, one thing that we kind of wanted to start off or I kind of wanted to start off with was the idea of FOMO. I'm just going to jump right into it because we kind of chatted about that a little bit in our group text. And you guys mentioned there was a lot of like fads. I feel like, you know, there's a lot of things that come and go and we always kind of buy into that. I think it's because of FOMO. So who wants to talk a little bit about their experience with FOMO? Like what that looks like for you? <laughs> well, I have my passport traveler's notebook, which if you're on Instagram, you see everybody's popping into it. So now I have mine out. So <laughs> my example of FOMO right now. It's like I see something on Instagram and I'm like, that's adorable. I want to try that. And I go in my cabinet and I pull out the whatever it is, whether it's Hobonichi Weeks, the passport, TNs, you know, I have a happy planner over here somewhere. <laughs> I got, yeah, it's, I'm surrounded. You know, whatever pen is the new craze, have to try that. So <laughs> it's basically... You know, whatever I see on Instagram, I like it catches my eye and I'm like, oh, I have to try that. 
do you feel like you keep a lot of things handy? Like, do you keep all the things that you try so that if that comes back around, you can use it again? Or do you get rid of the things after you're done trying them? <laughs> I hold on to them. <laughs> yeah, I hold on to them, so. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I like good that. when it comes to FOMO because you're not out buying the new thing every time. You can shop your stash because exactly. <laughs> you revisit what you already, already have. I think FOMO for me is similar to that where you just want to try it immediately to see well maybe it will work for me and then of course as a as a planner shop you also want to be in tune with everyone and what the the biggest focus is right now like do I want to like investigate a product like this or do I want to provide stickers for that you know or washi things like that do I market that but for the most part I try to do the shop mustache thing too you know so yeah. Go with what I've already got or use up what we've got already. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same here. And and I don't know if y'all feel this way, but for me, like if I try something and then maybe I don't like it, like it's hard for me to get rid of it because I do feel like I'll be missing out on something. I'm like, well, no, maybe like and I experienced that with a passion planner. I really, really liked it. And then finally I was like, hmm you know, maybe there's something else to try, but then I like, couldn't completely say goodbye to it. Like, because I had <laughs> such a really cool community online and I, they like share different designs of things. And so I was like, I'm just, just so I just want to be able to look and maybe not participate, like just want to have that in always. And so that's, it's very real. <laughs> like the, the feeling of possibly missing out on something. Yeah. <laughs> the, the fear of missing out for sure. Oh yeah. Just in case no one knows, like listening, FOMO is fear of missing out. <laughs> Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like hello um but so okay weird question but kind of wondering do you feel like the idea of FOMO or like trends in general um keeps people from being like unique or or from kind of like being an individual or trying something that's different or do you feel like there's certain people that do that and certain people that just rather not do that does that make sense I think it can, I think it can deter people from showing a unique interpretation of the trend. I yeah. think that people who do that naturally usually rise above without effort because they're in tune with their selves, like themselves and what they would use and how they use it for their lives right. as opposed to just, you know, making a flat lay of this new kit in this exact planner, the same way everyone else does, which is easy because you don't have to do more than find the same things and set it up the same way so I think that it's the ease of use versus knowing that you can make it individual so I think it I think it does deter people sometimes when that's a good point yeah Yeah. the ease of use that's a really good point and just kind of not also just not knowing what to do also like if you get this new planner you're like oh how do I use this so you go the first thing you do is I'm going to copy someone else so that I can know how to do it so that Mm kind of makes sense too yeah oh yeah like a funny story it's not that funny but I decided I wanted to try Midori Traveler's Notebook a long time ago this is a long time ago I tried it for one day and I'm like I don't like it (laughs) I wanted to like it because it looked so fun and it looked it was a bit like the regular size one um it looked so fun and I was like oh this I like making the books I put all the books together I think I even like tried sewing the books like it's all set up and then realized really quickly that I just didn't like it and it took me a day and I was selling it already (laughs) but the FOMO got me you know so I ended up using another one later on like a little personal chic sparrow for like travel or like journaling while I was traveling or something so it was still incorporated because I didn't want to miss out but like I could not force myself to use something that just wasn't I did not like you know <laughs> yeah it's true because sometimes like you'll see people are more like rings people versus strings people and try to like make it work for you depending on like because I'm basically a rings person I like mm-hmm. to be able to move things in and out I also like to have everything in one book so right now I'm trying to get everything that's in my personal planner into this little passport book. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, there's gotta be a way, but I know it's not, it's literally not possible, but I'm trying, you right. know. And you never like, know. 
you might discover that it works eventually. You never know. Yeah. And I've copied <laughs> the same thing over and over in like every planner I've ever had. So it's like, it's like ridiculous because I want to have everything in one place. And that's why I just end up going back to like a personal size rings. Right. Yeah. No matter what same. <laughs> the fan is, I'm in a personal size rings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just tend to revert back to the same thing. I'm coil. I mean, that's probably due to the fact that I, I used to just buy whatever was at the, like, the, the department stores like Walmart or Meyer. I would just grab that next year. And I used a coil for so long, even though I have plenty of rings and TNs and all these other planners in mm-hmm. my stock, I still end up on a coil no matter what. So that's interesting. Yeah. It's, and I keep, I love, like when the Erin Condrens went crazy, everybody had Erin Condrens. I I had to have an Erin Condren. And for the life of me, I couldn't make it work. Yeah. But I love decorating it. So I would plan in my planner, but then just decorate and <laughs> copy everything over in my EC. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I mean, the decorating part was, I mean, I found that same trap and the decorating was fun like I would just be kind of there just kind of like decorating and it would be very like therapeutic and when I had the time that was fantastic but now it's like I couldn't probably find as much time as I want to do that um but it's nice to have that option I suppose if you ever want you ever found time you know yeah Um, (laughs) so Nelly when you work with kids because you said you work with kids right? Do you recommend them a specific planner? Or do you let them find their own type of planner, you know, that works for them? Um, so I usually try to help them find what works for them because a lot of the kids I work with have like no idea where to start. <laughs> like, what is a planner? Like sometimes we're starting there and, yeah. and sometimes uh, school will like force them to use something very specific. Like all the kids have to have something that the school has created. And that often doesn't especially with middle school students like they tend to reject that like I don't want to use this because the school's making me use it um and I get that I don't think I ever used what the school made me use either (laughs) I like the decorating I like changing things up and Mm -hmm. um so yeah I try to help them find their own system which is which is fun and uh, but it has to come from them because kind of like what y'all are all saying is like even when we try a new fad we all end up going back to what like we ended we chose in the first place like what we like so yeah, it's a, it's a those school planners are why I like coils. Oh my god, that's like a plan. Uh, all passes and everything were in it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I yeah, I used to love the Target ones too. And then I remember my even my elementary school ones, my middle school ones, I would be the one like so neatly filling out my homework and the objective and everything, like because I just yes. loved it. Collaging um, the front cover. <laughs> uh-huh. Everything, putting pictures on the front, like personalizing it. Like so. Yeah, you can definitely tell right away who loves that kind of stuff. But how long did it take you guys to find out what your like go-to planner was at all times, no matter what? Because it took me quite a while, I guess, of going back and forth, like maybe three years, maybe something like that. (laughs) That seems about the same, honestly, for me, because even recently I tried a different coil planner like this year and went back to the one that I prefer by the fourth quarter. So like I'm, mm-hmm. I've got one that overlaps for quarterly because I use daily. So I switched and tried for the whole year and I was determined to stick it out until I, you know, reverted back to the one that I prefer. But before that, I, I was actually in Passion Planner is how I found the community. And so that I stuck with for a while. Um, but once that, once I outgrew that, I needed daily is kind of when it, was like starting over. I needed to find a whole new planner because I had a whole new system and three years is kind of how long it took. And which planner are you using? Like which planner is that? I'm using Amplify right now. And I, so I started with their launch, I think in 2020 or 2021 and used it for like a good year and a half. I feel, you know, however long they had it, it's only been this year that I've been without it. Yeah. I've heard a lot about Amplify. Um, That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I it's maybe it's because of the amount of lines. You know, I'm sure that that's it's a lot thousand reasons I can give you. I love it more than anything, but it <laughs> boils down to the coil. I think it's because 
it makes me feel like I can take it anywhere without it being too, um, like it won't fall apart if I throw it in a backpack or on the seat yeah. of my car, you know, and I won't miss things. And then there's all the pages in the back I can keep notes and it's just versatile for what I'm doing right now. Yeah. But the coil like comfort's that. there. <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys, Leslie and Nellie? How long did it take or are you still working on it? Um, I always use the school planners, like in middle school. And I've always been like, even as a little girl, little notebooks, like a stationary, like I love going school supply shopping. It's like the best thing. And so I always use that. And then when I was working and this is dating me 92, I took a Franklin Covey course and that was like, just mind-blowing to me like I realized I want a daily page Mm. and that's really with the um having everything in the one place is what their like I guess philosophy behind their planning is so ever since then I think after taking that course is really when I realized I want to have month on a two page on two pages I need to have a daily um, I mean, a weekly overview is okay, but I need to have it in conjunction with the daily. Okay. So as long as it has all of those things, I'm like pretty okay, which I find the rings, go back to the rings again, um, you know, allows you the most, I guess, flexibility of what I can keep in there. And Yeah. Yeah. So you've gotten to that place within like how long it took you like years (laughs) like us (laughs) no no I've been pretty much like the same okay ever since like 92 I've had millions of Franklin Coveys um I go from different sizes because I would try like the their classic which is an A5 I would try that and then I would go down to the compact, which is similar to personal. And then I tried pocket. Like when I first had my kids and quit working, I went to pocket. But then everything, when they went to elementary school, I had to go back up to, you know, an A5 because there were so many activities. But every system has had the same components, I guess. Oh, yeah, that makes, yeah, that makes total sense. And yeah, I think what I've heard, most from like having these discussions is it just really depends on um the type of plan you need depends on like where you're at in life and what you need like to plan mm-hmm. for um and sometimes you just feel more like your brain <laughs> this is gonna sound weird but your brain works a certain way so I think like depending on like what your brain needs is the type of planner that you get because some people don't need to have everything organized in like a specific tab and I feel like I do so yeah, but his brain just works a little different. <laughs> so that's interesting. <laughs> what about you? Nell? I think it's Have you found it. Your your. Uh, I. I think so. So I, I I think it's funny that we all have like the same origin story <laughs> of being yeah. like young kids with the notebooks and the yeah. planners and knowing mm-hmm. that that was our thing. I think it's funny because I see that I have two daughters and I I very much see that in my older daughter who's almost four, mm-hmm. um, loves the notebook love to sit at my desk and like I'm just like oh here we go (laughs) so it's exciting but the other one I'm probably not gonna be that way so (laughs) but um I and I it's interesting that you mentioned also like the shift from when you had kids and you need something different so um I think that I'm kind of there my kids are young so they're not in a lot of activities yet but like that we're approaching that of life and so I've been, I've used passion planner for a long time. I would say like I used it for two years and then I was like, let me try something different. But like y'all were saying, it comes down to like the same elements. Like I, I really like hourly, like I have to have an hourly um, Mm -hmm. component. And so like that I was, especially I've always been working in schools and like setting up like the schedules in schools are often like we're meeting from like this class period starts like 8.52 and like this was like very strange time intervals always needed to be like um so right now I'm trying something new and it's called um the go girl planner but it very much looks like a passion planner like I can even show you what it looks like but um 
it okay. it's very similar to it color code things but um so we'll see I'm, I'm i'm committed like you're saying also like trying to give it a shot for a year so yeah, i like it um but i'm open to new things but i think like this system works for me um but i wonder what it will look like in a few years when like my kids are older and we're just life looks a little different so yeah. i'm open to yeah. And I'm taking notes, like, as y'all are talking, like, I need to go check out an amplifier. Like, see what these things, like, different things look like, too, because you never know when you, you want to make a change. The in. FOMO getting you. Yeah, FOMO. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You're right. It's happening right now. That's well, what's funny is, for me, it is. I'm like, I got, I got it. I got it now. I got it now. Yeah, for me, it's always boiled down to, like, oh, maybe I could be more organized in that system than I am in my system. The magic ticket. <laughs> that's the one like maybe it's that one yes my life will be so much better in that planner and then you get that planner like my life's the same I just have more things <laughs> <laughs> it's still the same mess exactly. <laughs> yes and I'm trying to make this work now I've you know but um but that's very interesting like yeah we were always kind of looking for grass is greener on the other side <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah exactly mm-hmm. so Moving on, I'm kind of interested, Nelly, in like this idea of executive executive dysfunction, and like I, I feel like I don't know about you guys, but um, I think everybody deals with that a little bit. So, what is that? Can you explain that a little bit, and then what how that affects, like how you can use your planner to make it better? Sure. Yeah. So, um, executive functioning is just our ability to make decisions and kind of like keep our lives organized. It involves like thinking ahead. It's all about like controlling your emotions, um, being able to like persist through tasks, all these things that our brain has to do every day, like sustaining your attention. Um, So organization, like time management, planning, all of that is very much an executive functioning system. And um, for a lot of students and like kids and and even adults, like I I work with, they are not using anything to like help support their organization or time management. And no matter how good like your memory is, like none of us can remember every single thing all the time. And so um, having a system like a planner or um, a lot of people, and I did want to ask y'all this like later about how people in your life feel about you using like a, a pen and paper planner because a lot of times people are like why are you still doing like why is it not digital and I get that a lot and I'm like because it works for me but I always encourage um people to also like handwrite things because we know that that helps us remember things um and better in like long term so planners can definitely help with those executive functions like writing things down helps um having a system um to keep, keep you like hold you accountable because the more we write things and like um are held accountable by a system like the more it becomes just a part of our our life moving forward and kind of keeps us on track. But, and then, I mean, I work with a lot of people who have um, like ADHD or dyslexia. And so sometimes the systems do need to look different and that's okay. Like I never say, and y'all know this too, like not, no system works for every single person. It's just about finding like what works for you. Yeah. Um, that's kind of uh, what I do and how it can, how it can help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I'm sure a lot of listeners do deal with some situations like that. So it's, it's interesting to know that um, there are things out there you can do to kind of tinker and help your brain work at its best potential, <laughs> you know, when it comes to planning. Um, yeah. But to answer your question, um, yeah, my husband, I keep trying to get him on to like the planning, you know, pen and paper, but he's an admin at school and he does everything digital. Like everything is digital. And so I'm like, listen, I'm not going to go over to digital so we can like figure this out together. <laughs> We're just going to have to do two separate things and try to figure it out because I can't get away. Like I've tried digital, but I just can't get away from writing it down. Cause like you said, it helps me to remember Am I frozen? It helps me to remember things easier. Um, so for whatever reason, that's how my brain works. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, so many people in my life, I can't even think of anyone that writes, oh, my grandma writes down um, her appointments with pen, <laughs> but nobody else. <laughs> A little guy, he just started, he want, he's doing a digital planner on his iPad mm-hmm. and that's working for him. 
you know, but it's still the Apple Pencil and writing it in right. on his iPad. So I guess he still has that writing, you know, to remember. But with my daughter and I are just paper and pen. Mm-hmm. Or cute markers or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Well, I love that he does something. That's great. Yeah, yeah. My older guy, I keep trying to convert him and it's not working at all. I'm trying. And then he's like, oh, I missed an assignment. Well, because you Okay, okay. So there was something else kind of uh, transitioning over that you guys kind of mentioned or someone mentioned in the group chat. Um, Sorry, I had like three group chats going. So I'm like, I'm trying to remember. Um, But the idea of like clicks, but in a sense that depending on what type of planner you use. And I thought that was very interesting um, because there's probably a whole group of people that I don't follow or see, or even, you know what I mean? Because I don't use that type of planner. Um, And so it's very interesting to know there's so many other people in this community that I just would one, either never meet, cross paths with, or see their stuff. And I think that's interesting, you know? So what do you guys think about that? Well, and I think because I started, because I found the community, the planner community through Passion Planner, which Mel, you mentioned the community itself when it comes to that brand, like a lot of the brands associate their community with their planner. Like it's meant to be a good thing, which it is, but sometimes it can have a double edge to that sword where there's a feeling of being left out, not necessarily FOMO that people are getting up there, they're feeling left out, or there's maybe some sort of animosity between brands, things like that. You know, like you said, I, I've never used a happy planner. I've never used an Aaron Condren. I don't really see a lot of that in my feed at all. You know, I see mostly like I'll see rings and TNs and like art focused because I have a lot of art brands on my feed, but I don't see the curated you know, highest brands because I don't use them. I've never used them. Yeah. That's very interesting. Do you guys, okay, so that's, okay, so got that. That makes a lot of sense and that's me too. (laughs) Um, The rest of you, do you guys kind of just like follow anyone and everyone or only people related to the type of planner that you use? That's where my FOMO comes in rings and then I see everybody starts picking up their little TNs and I'm like oh I gotta go get that and set that up you know because it's adorable and and then I'll see like a passion planner I had to order one of those I did that whole thing and then you know Hobonichi just released their yeah. 2023s so now I need I have to have a week <laughs> for next year I'm like it's September and I need a week <laughs> for next year I'm like this is insane you know, meanwhile, I buy a week's every single year and I, I start off and then by like April, I'm done. And then June, I'll pick it up again. And then September, I'm like, oh, I got to get a new one. So I'll start using it again. And then I fall off. And then because the new one comes, then I got to start using that again. So I, I think following too many is like a big part of my problem is I see everything. I mean, my husband's ready to kill me. Every time the Amazon guy or the mailman comes, he's like, what the heck did you get now? You know, it drives him insane. But he just has to leave me alone. Right. <laughs> I'm like, this is my hobby. Just leave me alone. So so many other worse things you could be doing. Exactly, right? <laughs> and a little planner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I see all about like kind of similar ish things. And I feel like everything in my feed is something that I probably would try or something like similar to what I do. So I do feel like I'm in a little, a bit of a bubble. And I, when I look at other people's like methods or like ways that they're decorating things, like, I think the thing that always comes to mind is what a planner represents. Like it represents a whole different life. Like if I just got my life together, I would do all of these things. And so I think that's what I, I gravitate toward like uh, uh, following accounts and things that just like represent something more or like a life that I was like, Oh, I want to be more like that. Or I want to, you know, be more mindful and live like a slower life. So that's the kind of planner I need to be looking at, like something that's going to encourage me to do those things. So I think that's what I, where I find myself. 
that makes more sense. I feel like the style of planning versus the planner specific, because I'm sure I see happy planner and Erin Condren planners without really registering it because it's someone who uses the same type of planning, whether it's, you know, marketing, shop owners, yeah. school, yeah. all the different type of planning you have. That makes sense. I feel like my feed probably is more like that too. My specific type of planning rather than my planner. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think like if I even see a lot of, I do see Erin Condren, like both types of planners on my feed, but I don't seem to pay attention to a lot of like decorative, just, just me personally, a lot of decorative posts, like with a lot of stickers, because that doesn't register as something that I would find as inspiration because that's not my type of planning style. Um, so I still see them, but I, I, like you said, I just don't think it intrigues me <laughs> as much. And so maybe I don't see it as often anymore. I don't know. It's very, I'm just talking about mainly Instagram, I guess, because that's where I get most of my inspiration from. But if I wanted to look up something on YouTube, I would probably look up like personal size ring planner. And I would specifically go for that to see how other people are, what they're putting in their planner, how they're planning. Um, but yeah, like, I just, I just don't know that there's a whole lot of like uh, variety in my planning world and that I'm just kind of realizing that and that kind of makes me sad a little bit. Uh, so I'm gonna have to figure that out, maybe change that. Another Instagram just for the the versatility. Yeah, because I would not I would I don't know that I would see unless it's a friend of mine or something that I've had for a long time and now they're doing this and I'm like, oh okay, they're doing like junk journaling or something. I would not go looking for junk journaling because I just don't have time and I don't not interested in it. But hey, their stuff is probably really awesome, you know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> very kind of mind blowing to me right now, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> all the things that you, all the FOMO, like, what are all the things that you're not seeing? Right? <laughs> we'll never know. What am I missing? Get on Instagram, like searching. <laughs> yeah, and that's it too. I feel like if I were to see more things, I would be like, oh yes, I had that looks great. Let me try that because I've done it before plenty of times. So. Exactly. being a bubble is okay I don't know I'm confused and conflicted <laughs> you know because I do feel like I'm kind of in a bubble like if I were to scroll my feed it'd be like very um specific but that's the algorithm right now yeah I was just gonna yeah. I was just gonna make a comment that Instagram is not exactly reliable for what we're even seeing and whether it's what we want at this yeah. time based on people we follow so yeah, yeah. oh yeah because I used to see a lot of different things before and now I I don't. So, so well, and I, on Facebook and Instagram, I'm constantly seeing posts that's like, we think you might like, because you know, you, you engage with something else. So this is a similar post, either whether they pick hashtags or imagery, they're showing you something they think you'll engage with. So you'll either follow a new account or they'll get more information on what else to give you. So, well, yeah, they're trying to sell all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> third as I'm scrolling every third one is an ad mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's a lot yeah it's making me crazy <laughs> well and they're nuking organic reach which means just like the free posts that you make they almost don't deliver that to more people because they want more people to get ads they want more people to give them money to, to get seen so yeah. that's why we as users see all the ads all the time is because they're going to deliver people who are paying them Versus you or I who updates our planner Instagram and wants to connect with people in our community. So many ads, so many. (laughs) I'm also thinking of the times that I've fallen victim to like the planner ads and stuff. I'm like, you're you're right. I do need it. Like you do understand me. You do know that I like. (laughs) I want that new thing you stick in the top of your head and you curl. Did you guys see it? Like you wrap your hair around it. And you yeah. pull it out yeah. uh, like, <laughs> I'm like, I need this. I yes. It's not new though. Heatless curls have been forever. forever. <laughs> it's a new way to do it. Exactly. Uh-huh. They're just doing it fancy on the ad. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But how funny that we've all seen it. Now we'll see it more because we're talking about it. Oh, no. 
Well, I kind of wanted to open the floor a little bit. This kind of trips people up a bit because they're like, oh, I don't know what to say or think. But like, I wanted to talk a little bit about hot takes or unpopular opinions or just anything that you guys kind of wanted to bring up since we're all together here and we can chat about it. Um, take your time thinking. I will edit this awkward silence out. <laughs> <laughs> the take was probably the tricky stuff, but less planner focused. I think just a lot of times, especially when you've been around the same groups of people as for me, as a shop owner, there are, there's a smaller shop owner community. So mm. it can start to feel clicky or exclusive and, or like almost like mean girl. I don't want to say that because I don't feel like that's yeah. appropriate for the situation all the time, but it's, you're feeling an extra self-conscious level because of the criticisms and like the nature of our community. Yeah. So I think my, my hot take is just like it, we're not as welcoming as mm-hmm. everyone likes to, to make it out to be like, oh, we've all got this awesome planner planner hobby in common. Yeah. We can have a great conversation about that. But then at the end of the day, you're still maybe gonna like stab me in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I love, that's a great hot take. And, and um, you know, there's been a lot of drama throughout the years. So this is- yeah. Uh, that you are probably good. <laughs> so, you know, and it's funny because I think that it's one of those things where human nature is it can you can be it can be turned like this and very unforgiving. And I think that um especially in this climate right now, it's it's even worse. So it's a little scary sometimes to even show up online. Um yeah. just being that's just being real. Like it can be a little intimidating to yeah. you know, do things. <laughs> Yeah, even be yourself because you don't know whether you're like going to upset someone or become the next like subject of a post somewhere. Like it's it's definitely been an anxiety engaging with the com- the community over the past few years. Yeah, you know you don't you never really know what could be used against you. It could be the tiniest thing spun out of control. I've seen I've seen it go, go south for a lot of people. Yeah, and I don't know if that's my 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 choice like I'm just seeing this because of the the connections I've made but you know it's it's just it's definitely an interesting veil I think around everything that goes on in the planning community we we all have this small niche like that we're love that we're in love with but it's we're all still just people yeah yeah (laughs) advocating social situations yeah Mm -hmm. no 100% that's a great point yep yeah and like when like I was like going back a ways, there wasn't any drama. Everybody was so happy. Yeah. Everybody like would like, oh, I love your layout. Oh my God. Like there weren't any mean comments. There was nothing. And then it just started getting really popular and everything just like there would be, don't copy my spread. Like you're copying me or it's yeah you know and there was a lot of that going on and it's like well they're copying you because they obviously like what you're doing like you're inspiring them it's not that they're copying you you know you're you're inspiring them so you know a lot of that and like I, I actually took like a step back and wasn't posting like I would do um periscopes I don't know if any I remember yeah. those. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was doing periscopes and then like it, it started like people were commenting on there would be drama between this group and that group. And I just was like, I'm I'm not in high school. My, you know, I'm gone. Goodbye. <laughs> you know, because I don't want to deal with that. You know, it's a place that's supposed to be fun. It's a hobby. Yeah. You know, we all have similar, you know, likes. So mm-hmm. That was like really mine. No, it gave me like a little turn off. Oh, same. Yeah, with all the drama. Same. I've been in and out of it because of that too, where things just get weird a little bit. And I'm just like, okay, see you later. And then I'm like, okay, I'll come back when things aren't so weird. Like, I don't know. Um, it, there's been ups and downs for sure. And I think now there's kind of like unwritten, unwritten rules. And I don't know. It's like, it's very, like you said, it's very different than when we started, which is neither good nor bad because now there's a lot more things like possibilities and there's a whole, 
community of people that have businesses and there's, you know, there's so many great things that's come from it, but then you lose that innocence of what it was too at the same time. Yeah. That's a give and take type thing. Yeah. I, as y'all are talking, I kept thinking about how like there are certain brands that are like, who's maybe like the creator or the business like is very well known. And then that person gets, becomes associated with something like maybe they make a comment or they say something. And then I feel like that also adds like this element of toxicity then you know like oh if you have this planner and the person who created it said this thing like now you're a bad person also and just because I've, I've seen that happen like even at work so I was like oh my gosh you have a this kind like not to me but I've seen it um like in real life play out and it's yeah. just yeah it's it is different like yes there are many things over the years that are like better because of this but there is also like this this confidence that comes <laughs> from being behind the computer screen where people just feel like they yeah. can say whatever um without consequence and um I think there's just yeah a, a line like when things become hateful it's not a good place to yeah be. oh so. yeah 100 I think we have to protect our our space and so that doesn't become too toxic too at the same time you know um and I know what you're talking about I'm sure you're talking about Erin Condren we can just yeah yeah. I just remember like someone at work getting like chewed out and I was like, Ooh, well, I'm just going to go over here now. Like really? and, but they just thought the planner was pretty. And I get it. Like take a stand, however you feel, wherever you are. Um, but like the fact that between two strangers, it would start a conflict just like that. Yeah. I'm like, it seems unnecessary. <laughs> like that just seems like we're at work. It just seems like not an okay. Well, time especially time. most people who adopt Erin Condren planners specifically don't, aren't aware of, of, like the community itself, yes. yeah. let alone the politics of the owners of the company or knowing the brand intimately. There are so mm. many brands I use every day that I would never know who owns the company or yeah. what their political beliefs are or the things that they've messed up. And and yeah. accost someone at work is is a bit much. That is yeah. Yeah. inform yeah. without abusing someone. That's that's okay to tell them like, hey, in, if, in case you're wondering if this matters to you, I'd love for you to know that versus starting a conflict yes I I, in, I want to inform you on what's gone on what I know right yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's I think about it that she has a store now where mm -hmm. people can just go in I mean I just saw her at Barnes and not her but like her planner at Barnes and Noble yeah um, imagine someone just picking it up and not knowing anything about mm -hmm. it you know and exactly. it's kind of like then they get attacked online and they then people start thinking oh, this person must be X, Y, Z because they use that planner and it's just not the case. Um, it's nice to inform people. And like, for me personally, it's my decision to not use those items and, and not support that company. But right. I think everybody has their own decision to make. Um, and we shouldn't be judgmental of that because we don't know what, why their decision is or what they've thought of themselves, you know, like to to want to continue using from the company. We have no right. idea you know yeah um, well and I like what you said on it like you're like if this matters to you this is what's going on like if it doesn't yeah. matter to you, great go about your business then that's fine but if it matters to you now you know and you can make well, it especially with something like that you want to know that you'll be you'll be heard if you if you have the knowledge share it but you also want to be able to it to be constructive like I want to tell you this because you will use it I'm not going to preach at you if you're not interested because then you'll just have a negative sour experience the entire time so I don't know that's just maybe how I deal with people in general but that's how it should be done yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I try at least I'll say I try I can't say I'm perfect no if you tell this person and this person decides to continue using it then it's your choice if you want to think whatever you want to think about that person I suppose right. afterwards but it's not something to start a huge like brawl over planners <laughs> you know? yeah and I guess something that I haven't really talked about with really anyone is, and this might be a little too controversial, but how do you think Erin Condren herself, how do you think, what do you think about the way she handled the situation in the sense that she's gone completely? Like she's not, no longer the face of the company. I know she did that to save her business. Mm -hmm. um, but also she was such a big part of that business like her face her as a person and I'm just like 
she's nowhere to be found at all. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's not. I don't really know. That's my message. So I don't keep up. Does she not even update like personal life or anything? She's just off the internet space period. Yeah. I don't think so. Not that I. It could have been a catalyst for her even more so just not separating herself from the brand. She could have also just been done, you know, after that many years. True. Like, I mean, empathizing, which I don't like to empathize with people that necessarily have that tortoise or track history all right. the time but empathy mm-hmm. is important with it, it comes to things like this she could have just been done with an online space there are multiple times in a week maybe because I work in social media and do this for yeah. a living that I wish I could delete my entire digital footprint and never look back absolutely so, I'm with you yeah because it can get can become a lot you know social media can become a lot um and so maybe behind the scenes she's doing what she needs to do you know, and she's, she's, hopefully she's learned and all of that, but I can get that sentiment. I didn't think about that, that she's just over social media and like what it does to your mental health. Maybe, I don't know. She was just, well, and she could have, she could have even just obviously been motivated by the separation to keep her company alive, but then also just burned on the, on the efforts. She may not want to do the right thing and, and say what people were hoping for her to say, you know, she, she may not be that person, which is, by, by not being present and not taking a position, mm-hmm. obviously that does give the idea to most people what yeah. she feels about it. But at the same time, she's choosing no position instead of exactly. either t- standing her ground and or her ideals or apologizing, you know, whatever she decided in the end or coming back and being apart or trying yeah. to reconcile with her reputation. Yeah, it kind of leaves it open for interpretation which is interesting. You can really a lot of times a PR move people want you to make. They want people mm-hmm. to speculate. Gotcha. That makes mm-hmm. sense. <laughs> yeah, because now we're sitting here talking about what Aaron Condren could be thinking. And <laughs> I have no idea. We just, we're like, okay, well, we can think 10 different things, I guess, at this point. <laughs> point is, they still got all those stores. They still have a very successful oh, yeah. business. So yeah, she, she had to do. Yeah, this was, I mean, this was years ago now, huh? Like, this was... Yeah, yeah. 2020. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> the, the year, the year everything happened. Exactly. I just remember, like, being like, oh, my God, what's going on? And, you know, I did comment um, on her post, just like a lot of people did. It wasn't a, oh, you're a terrible person type of comment. It was just more of, like, a constructive I always feel like it everything needs to kind of be constructive um and I did take a stand aside I suppose not a side because that sounds weird but like for your voice to be heard I suppose yeah. you know yeah um and I think that it was fine that people are held accountable I think people do need to be held accountable when they're on such a big platform absolutely um and so I think it was fine the way that everything went down and I hope that like she's okay I don't ever wish ill will on anyone or anything like that. Right. um but yeah that was a that was kind of like the catalyst for kind of like the community starting to hold a lot of people accountable yeah, um, yeah. And, it, and it kind of just started this domino effect which is a whole nother thing kind of like what we talked about before <laughs> earlier yeah. on in the podcast but yeah Maybe. well I think that holding people accountable became a a present in all spaces more so you know I yeah if it wasn't for the planner community and what I've seen happen because of people like Erin Condren and because of conversations like that I wouldn't know half of what I do about oh yeah things that I need to know about like 100% believe I needed to know these things and I wouldn't without having like you guys people like you in my life so that's a good thing but at the same time like it's rough but yeah. yeah yeah I agree. It's because it's such a bigger, a bigger perspective everywhere. It's hard for the planet community not to make that a focus. Like we, we have to. We have to. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I was just watching Big Brother last night. This is so random, but I was just watching Big Brother last night, and I <laughs> kind of going off on a tangent, but like it's still related. Um, if any listeners, you know, watch Big Brother every year, there's always some type of racist component. And, um, just this year, you know, we thinking there wasn't going to be any type of component there and there was, and now, you know, knowing and everything that I've learned 
I'm like, okay, yeah, this person's got to go. And I have yeah. family members saying, big brother, they, they, they evict people out of the house and stuff. That's why he had to go. He had to get evicted. <laughs> um, but, you know, I have a family member that's kind of like saying like, oh, but, you know, he didn't really like, like, that's not fair. And I'm like, no, like in this day and age, like it's, it's unacceptable. Exactly. So that's just kind of like a tangent, but like I it just happened last night. So. <laughs> No, I'm with you though, because, because it's on a broader, it used to, for me, it used to exist as a silo, like the Hispanic community was the only place I would see conversations like that happening. It was new to me. It was something that I had been way too privileged to understand what's out there. Like, like I've, I'm biracial. I've experienced these things in my life, but I never had a word for what a microaggression is. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize when people ask, what are you? That it was like bad, you know? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it didn't register with me because I, I exist in spaces that it just isn't a thing. Like it's people don't have those conversations. Right. And then when it got to be a broader perspective and everyone can have this conversation, the you have the Amazon top 20 books were all anti-racism books in 2020, you know, at some point there is that level of accountability. Like in this day and age, it's not okay. You need to, to yeah. learn. Yeah. You need to at least be aware that this is something because there's no excuse anymore. Yeah. It's yeah. in the mainstream. It's in the mainstream, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I know this conversation took a heavy turn, but you know. It did. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's like, it'll be it sorry. Happen, though. That's how it happened. It's fine with me because I think it's important to talk about and it does affect our community all the time. Because we're constantly kind of on the lookout, but like not overly, but we're we are aware and, and we do want more inclusivity, you know within the planner community and it's cool to see how far we've come it really is because we weren't in a good spot yeah. for a very long time so yeah. so yeah I'll transition to which is something less heavy <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think for me like a good thing that came out of like that conversation we just had was you saying like you the planning community was a place where you got to have these productive conversations where you learned things and are yeah. better because of it so mm-hmm. I think yeah, I think that's great. That's always going to be my story. And the planning community made that change my life. So it's important I think that's to me. cool. That it, it is. is. I love that. Yeah, I think that's a great, that's a great thing to tell people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, I love that so much. Um, yes. <laughs> well, if you guys don't have any more hot takes or any more, you know, um, unpopular opinion, popular, probably <laughs> 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 the braces. I was just gonna say it's racist. I, I don't have an not. excuse for when I do that. I need to not talk for the rest of the day. No. <laughs> You're gonna want a big ice pack, I'm sure. Oh my gosh. I, I have like never mind. Okay. <laughs> um, like, if we were talking nor without the being recording, I would tell you guys that. Yeah. So um well, I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for being here. It was such a great conversation. Like I just think like hearing from different people in the community is super fun everybody has different ideas and um I just appreciate you guys taking the time out to like be here and chat (laughs) for having us yeah oh make sure you go I will leave all their information below so you can go and like catch up with them individually if you want to they're great so do so um and other than that yeah I'll that's it thanks guys (laughs) 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 Oh, 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 o